year is 1997. The story of three children finding an Egyptian mummy is released on Disney Channel as an original movie. The year is 2018. We watched the mummy movie for the first episode of a podcast about Disney Channel original movies. The year is 2021. The story of three children finding an Egyptian mummy is released on Disney Channel as an original movie. The year is 2023. We're still doing this dumb podcast about Disney Channel original movies. Oof. And the name of that podcast is a whole new pod. The podcast all about Harold the Mummy. And the Hendersons. And I am Lucas. Mucus. Bring bring back old Gilbert <laughs> Melby. And I am Jacob. I second that notion, Telejohn. And this is this is going to be this is an episode shortest. of first. Yeah, it might be our sh- sh- shortest episode. It's going to be the first uh, Disney Channel original movie remake. See our very first episode if you want to know like the whole kind of breakdown of this movie. And you got to pay attention. So this is episode one eleven under wraps twenty twenty one. Not episode yeah. one. Oh, how about that one 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 one. Oh my God. number one. No, this is not number one. Uh, but yes, back in almost five years from now, or five years before in 2018, Whoa. we had our first episode, episode one, under wraps the inaugural Disney Channel original movie. And then yes, sir. somewhat randomly, 24 years later, they decide to do a remake, remake of that. Kind of odd. Well, it's also odd. And I guess it just maybe speaks to the great of the general creative bankruptcy of Disney and Disney Channel at the time is because I looked and the last truly like maybe Halloween movie you can look at would have been uh, Invisible Sister, which was, I think, 2015. And really the most like hardest. That seems weird. The most hardcore Halloween movie before that was Girl vs. Monster in 2012. So this isn't even just like this is not counting the zombies movies. Those are not spooky movies. No, they're. Yeah, Um, I I, I mean, at least I speaking of myself, I've always enjoyed the the. Halloween movies or even like the Christmas kind of themed well, movies. Well, and we're beginning the first Christmas See? movie in like almost 10 years, yeah. I think, for so our like, next like episode. It's, it is. It's just like they're trying to revive or like, I don't know, just re- relive. Reanimate? Reanimate the early uh, movies that made Disney Channel original movies a thing. So our intention going into this episode is that we're not going to do a strict recap of the movie because we've seen it. It's a remake. If it's a fairly faithful remake. First episode. You've you've heard it all. And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that we probably went into exhaustive detail. I went into much more detail. exhaustive detail for the recap of that movie. But, but if you if you do want to rewatch that the original you movie, can't. you can't. It's at it's, least not on Disney Plus. It's hidden. So I try to do some research. I was like, well, should I rewatch the movie? I'm like, well, no, I don't want to rent it because I can't no. watch it on Disney Plus. That's weird. And then I, of course, take notes for every movie and I save those note sheets. But I seem to have all of them except under wraps. Oh, no. I think the first one I could find was You Lucky Dog. So episode two. Uh, And I I knew I used to take more notes. I used to take a lot of notes. Two, three pages. Yeah, I regularly had like three pages on like the 13th year. So we've definitely tightened up and sort of frame those. Got to frame them. So, yeah, if you want a more play by play. Of under wraps, go to the first episode, and and like you were saying, like it really is like very true to its, you know, kind of the, the first first movie. It's, it's, yeah, in the updates, step for step, the updates they bring are kind of the most like boring of like, well, we're in a modern movie now. Let's make a joke about Alexa. 
Yeah. Let's Kit have the mummy Carrie. do TikTok dances. Yeah. So it's 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 got some fun stuff to it. It's got some annoying stuff to it. It's got some stuff. And this is also being paired with that we're trying out our new recording technology and that this is oh, on yeah, the my new, the new computer. My new laptop and because we have such a great system. If something gets borked completely, we won't know until after we've recorded the whole thing. But we think I checked it better than I did the one time we recorded on this laptop. So hopefully we got this sorted out and fingers crossed. We don't have a scare like I had with the last episode where I thought we lost the whole thing, which would have been a travesty uh, because it was it was one of our favorites. I love spin so much, but numbers did, wise, the, the world doesn't love spin. So where did you end up putting it on your letterbox? I think it was six or seven, six, seven. But today we're talking about under wraps 2021 in kind of broad strokes, mostly looking at what is the difference between it and yeah. the original. And right away, I was this was like the clear sign of like how truly faithful of a remake yes. is going to be, because famously for us and listeners and watchers of under wraps 1997 it opens with a fake halloween movie like like they do in the movies in the series scream familiar with that or in under wraps or in under wraps <laughs> and I, some of it is just like i feel like the original one was a little scarier so so, so but i think some of that was just like i was so thrown because it was the first disney channel original movie we didn't really know what we we're getting yeah. into so, so we're watching the movie you know like like you would as like an audience member so we're maybe under the impression that this oh this is the movie these are our main characters you know kind of whole thing oh here's this wart head well the, i had seen the pictures of like the poster so i knew well enough i'm like well that's not the kid i've seen pictures of yeah. so i'm like oh i guess they are doing the yes the wart head Though they do throw in some like Jason from Friday the 13th music. Like, but Warthead, more of like a toxic waste, uh, more like a Hills Have Eyes kind of looking creature, looks, I think, in the first movie. It's kind of very cartoony. Where in this, this one, one, yeah, he even almost looks like a, an alien. He's all green and warty. Yeah. But it's, and it's fun. I can't remember if they were watching it in, I think they maybe were At watching home. it in the theater. All in theater. Because uh, it's all about Gilbert. So the main two boys we have, Marshall and Gilbert, the same names as in the original. Uh, Marshall, super into horror movies. That's the same as the original. Gilbert, major scaredy cat. Difference, though, and we only draw the comparison because of Jacob rightly saying he seems a lot like Steve Urkel, is that his Gilbert voice is black is very here, annoying. And his voice is yes. out of control. <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, like the, the three main characters in the first movie, they're all white. So now you have maybe a boy that's Hispanic, black, and I don't know if the girl's maybe Hispanic also. Um, but no, all the names are the same. Um, like, I don't even know how to do He's like, I'm, I'm Marshall. I can't I don't even know how to do his voice. Like, it's just so, it's goofy. It's really, I don't know. And it doesn't get any annoying. easier to no. listen to as the movie goes along. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's just kind of annoying. And I, I found myself commenting on it kind of throughout the movie because it kind of just takes you out of it. It's like, oh, here's like a normal scene. And then it's like, oh, here's this just weird voice just kind of i don't know and one character difference uh is that instead of their halloween shop kind of monster expert friend adult friend yeah. bruce in the original bruce movie, is cool i think we both really like bruce he is replaced by a girl named buzzy and she's just kind of like eh, not as fun as no, bruce. i wasn't digging her vibes and i can't remember the, the introduction of the, the some of the stuff in the shop was cool you know they had some cool Cool stuff for sale, some cool decorations, but yeah, not, not generally not the same this vibe. movie. I think 
probably even has more of like a Halloween, Halloween aesthetic yeah. than the original because I'll, like all the neighborhoods they're walking through does all have the, Halloween those blow big up balloon, things blow up everywhere. Things, yeah, and leaves falling digitally and not. Yeah, they love CGI falling leaves mostly because they use a leaf blowing into the screen transition at least three times. Several times, yeah. So I, I do think maybe some of like the Halloween aesthetics in this one are more amped up than what I origi- uh, re- remember. Whew, do, the original. do you remember when in the original one when Amy comes into the picture? I don't. I don't know if she was at the movies with them or not. I don't think so. She's definitely, okay. you know, yeah, they're, they're sixth graders, 12 year olds, a girl being in the, the group. That's whoa! they got cooties. Ooh. And I think this director maybe actually directed the Little Rascals movie. Oh, I was really? looking at some of that stuff. He had some. He did like Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, okay. The Tooth Fairy 2. With The Rock? <laughs> he did lots of sequels. I don't know if The Rock was in The Tooth Fairy 2. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Sequels or remakes of movies. And uh, yeah, we haven't quite been introduced to, to her yet. And one aspect of the movie that is very much more stuck in the 90s that they update or change a little bit was the character of Mr. Kubot. Yes. Who in the 90s. There was always subplots with the villains that were extremely unrelatable to kids where some of it would be like business dealings that were shady yeah. or jewel theft. You know, we talk about sometimes mentioned Dunstan checks in yes. Dunstan. That's about an orangutan who is the who is owned by an evil jewel thief. <laughs> uh, Airbud spikes back. Sure. Airbud plays beach volleyball in that he also foils a jewel thief plot uh, along with the parrot. So in this we have Mr. Kubot. Unlike the original, though, Mr. Kubot, famously, at least for us, Mr. Kubot faked his own death in the original movie Rip. to avoid paying taxes. We, things we, that we thought that was kids funny. love. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember. I, I remember that. That it was just kind of goofy. where this the the mystique or fear of Mr. Kubot's kind of weird because it's like, oh, we're the, gonna play people, Ding Dong Ditch at Mr. Kubot's house. People know that he is an antique dealer, though. The kids are aware that he deals in antiquities. But then his house is just like. For, it looks like it's foreclosed. It looks like yeah. what you would expect a dead man's house to be. But he they know he lives there. He lives yeah. across the street from Marshall and Gilbert, who live right next to each other because they go and ding dong ditch his house or whatever. For Mr. whatever Kubot, he looks like he could just be going out hunting on the weekend in Minnesota. <laughs> He's got a like a Carhartt jacket, flannel yeah. shirt. Whereas the original Mr. Kubot's a very sinister looking businessman. This guy's just more just kind of grumpy looking. He's just kind of like, oh. But yeah. still is a known and yeah, antique shop owner and yes. importer, as we see that night, of Egyptian goods. Yeah. Uh, which is still accurate to the original, but it's just something Coffins. about his updated character. It's just weird. I agree. What's not weird or different from the original movie is that Marshall's boyfriend's, Marshall's mom's boyfriend, yes. Ted, which I, might, I think is even the name of the character in the original, who classic decom Marshall formula starting out or with that. Doesn't accept him. Maybe doesn't hate, hates a strong he, word. Maybe we were just hating him on yeah. behalf of him. But it's not a dead dad situation. It's a divorced dad, which yeah. I think is still the same as in the same, original Same movie. difference. But he hates Ted. No, he, he doesn't give him the time of day. He ignores him. And, and, and Ted, Ted just, he's, he's a nice guy. You know, he just, you know, likes Marshall's mom and they tickle each other in the bedroom. But he's not having any of that tickling. He just, you know, he just ignores him. The museum is a setting that's important both in this and the original, though I feel like the museum in the original was much more much classic looking. This one kind of sucked. 
It, it's yeah, it just looks like a science museum that happens to have it, mummies it, there. It had a T Rex, you know, kind of skeleton. They in got it. a whole about, lot going on. It was about there. cool. What I didn't like and what kind of you know kind of ticked me off is their mummy exhibit. Everything was like exposed, like all of their you know, like you wouldn't like they have like a, a female mummy. Um, but just exposed. It was not. In we a feel glass like in case. the original, there was at least maybe like a rope, you know, velvet rope around her. I, I I think that like I even think that in the original, like the sarcophagus was fully on her. Like she wasn't exposed until like Harold opened her up. I don't think she was exposed like that, but I, I could be wrong. I think you're right. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, like these people are literally going right up to you. Like you could have ripped the amulet off of her, and people were like standing inside the coffins and stuff. Well, those were or, or they were reproductions, reproductions. for photos. Yeah, uh, and this is where we get the introduction of Amy. Maybe it's the same in the original movie. I don't know. What is different though is that Amy has two dads. Two dads. Uh, and it might even be implied that it's not step like Dave. I think it's like her dad's. So yeah, she has a step Dave. Her, so it's not like her dads, oh, are, her dads have step dads. Yeah. So she originally had she has two dads. dads. They were married. They divorced. So now she potentially yeah could have four dads. And we were reading the description of Under Wraps 2, which talks about her dad marrying Carl. But they and this, they're talking about Step Dave, so I don't Step know. Dave. So <laughs> Maybe I, that's the other dad. It's, <laughs> obviously, we have nothing against same-sex marriages, no. but in the sense of this movie and the sequel, it's maybe confusing when she just calls everybody dad all the time. <laughs> uh, and she is quite larger than at least Marshall. Taller, She's kind of taller. a you know, big girlfriend type for the yeah, boys. Yeah, so in, in the first one, there was more of kind of a cue, I don't know, like a like like kind of a romance between the two. But like towards the end, they're kind of, maybe they're dating or whatever, but like that's never really like a thing in this movie. They're not ever romantically, I don't know. No, she's more of like, involved. I'm going to be a journalist. Yeah. And independent, independent yeah. gal. No, they're just having fun together. Yep. She makes a joke to a bully that's being mean to Marshall about like he's makes gonna a poop. poop a lot. Gonna poop. So that was definitely different from the give, original. Give him his candy back. Because yeah, this bully that Marshall pushed into a cake in third grade hates him, so he steals his candy all the time. And they're led to Kubat because they hear that the museum had in its shipment the other mummy stolen. And oh, what Gilbert, was that that Kubat had? Gilbert is the one that actually call or radios. Uh, or walkie talkies, uh, Marshall. Uh, Marshall, uh, he's got these long things that look like boxes that could be holding dead people. Marshall, and he's like, oh, it's probably just a alien thing. I don't know. How he, he so they bring Amy along, and they sneak into. They the, break into sure his basement because that that looks like it would be the spookiest. I think they say. Well, let's I go think here. this is roughly the same as the original. They yes, find they the sarcophagus. They remove it. Oh, there's a mummy in there. It's spooky. Let's go away. And then, oh, moonlight shining moonlight. down through the window Onto to the amulet. his amulet on the mummy and reanimates. Hello, Marshall. Here's Harold. Harold. <laughs> uh, and I think, yeah, I don't think it's controversial to say the makeup seems better in this. And at yeah. least also at this moment, the presentation of the mummy Scarier, creepier, yeah, uh, especially for kids. Um, it's I believe who finds him. Oh, uh, Gil- Gilbert. Gilbert kind of Jacob. gets chased by him. We're not doing a recap here. No, just- no, but like, like the the chase is fun. Uh, Harold runs up the steps. They're trying to hide. They're turning off their flashlight, and Harold just busts through like the wall. Kool Aid Man know, some, style. Yeah, some some classic kind of spooky stuff. But then he's like, "Oh, you dropped." Well, he's not obviously not talking, but he hands them a flashlight that they. Drop. Yeah, oh, he's, he's friendly. 
All right, let's. Oh, he's following us out of the house. Uh oh, Mr. Kubot's, Kubot's back. Home oh, what goons. are we gonna do? Oh, he should stay with you, Marshall. And okay, so he's with Marshall in his bedroom. Yeah, and Marshall's got a cool bedroom, kind of like the first one. Maybe not as cool, but he's got you know all the horror posters and the masks and he's stuff. Got his like own that. wart head mask. Yeah, and that one looks better than the movies. So, so in the first movie, Harold, you could read into it. He's kind of filling up a paternal void that. Uh, father, father figure. That's what paternal means. Yes. Uh, for Marshall, because his dad is no longer in the picture because he's divorced. And then he says that the mummy reminds him of his uncle, who I believe is still supposed yeah. to be alive. Although, yeah. So in, in this, and this, they have a picture of grandpa and it's like an old photo because Marshall looks like he's about five in the photo. So, yeah, um, he reminds him of his dead grandpa. And that's where yeah. Harold comes from. So. It's like, oh, is he sad that he doesn't have a dad or is he sad that he doesn't have a grandpa? Because Disney Channel, you can't do both. It's only one. We we can't have this like uh, multifaceted of characters with deep, sad emotions about all of their paternal figures. Absolutely not. They have similar to the original movie, some mummy shenanigans like in the house. Some of it involves not Alexa and Harold somehow. Carrie. So, so what's the whole sequence of this? So he goes, Harold goes downstairs, he finds the honey, he gets sticky honey, and he ends up picking up like a controller. The controller gets stuck to his hand, which turns on the TV. It's a news report. The news reporter says Terry, which is the name of the Alexa kind of thing. So the Terry thing starts talking, and Harold's mumbling and freaking out this whole time. The Terry thing thinks that Harold says something about ordering 14 bags of birdseed, which is comes into play later on at the very end of the movie. Funny I mean, joke. it doesn't. It's just funny. They, joke they, they, up. They, they finish the joke. It's not like they beat Kubot with the, <laughs> the, 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 bird the bird seed. seed. So Harold throws the controller up into the ceiling with the honey on it. So it sticks to the ceiling. And then he accidentally steps onto like a Roomba, which chases him around the house and eventually chases him out the door. All right. This is the exact kind of thing I didn't want I to happen it. this episode. All over And then like stuff happens. He sees a mummy sign on the bus. And about like the the museum exhibit, and then he gets attached yes, to the bus because he he recognizes the female. I guess zombies. I don't think it actually looks that similar. But yeah, I don't know. This I think was some. I mean, I didn't really like the stuff in the house because that was very much like the most like it's twenty twenty one. We gotta have Alexa and yeah TikTok dances and everything. Whereas the original movie has the great bit. Where I think he gets found the by fire. somebody or he gets hit by a car. He ends up at the hospital somehow where they assume he is dead That's because he doesn't scene. have a pulse. So then they end up defibrillating him and he catches on fire. That's fun. And then he runs out of the hospital. Uh, not recreated in this, nor is him going to a drive through and yelling into the speaker or whatever. That doesn't happen. Instead, this is kind of the two stuff we got. We got the shenanigans at home and then he winds up at the museum. And the kids, fortunately, find him basically as soon as he gets there because they go home, see all this stuff's messed up, realize he's not in the house, find him at the museum. He's holding the hand of his lover. And, and the security guard's like, hey. Stop touching them. Hey, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> hey, could you, like, stop? We don't got the best security. We only got me. So, like, I'm just going to say, like, please, please don't. And then they had to explain to him that he's Harold was simply just cosplaying because he loves. Yeah, so benefiting this movie with all of its extra Halloweenness is that Harold's days before Halloween able to yes. walk around town and people just think he's in costume. They're a little weirded out, but they're mostly okay with it. 
They go to Buzzy for their monster knowledge. She does a translation of the hieroglyphic. Takes a picture of it. Harold freaks out. But Harold also, while at Buzzy's place here, learns to dance. Yeah, there's an old-timey TV that has very much like the kind of crap that I assume two-year-old watched on YouTube all day of just Weird, dancey skeletons. Yeah. They don't... I thought he was going to floss, It's not the spooky, but... scary skeletons. No, this is the lame CG skeletons. Yeah, not as fun. And... Then they learn through the translation that, oh, he's only got three days since the moonlight activated him before he turns the dust. So that's roughly the same as the original. Uh, also lines up, I think, essentially with Halloween at midnight, though that's not super spelled out. It's kind of just like, oh, Halloween's happening. And now we're saying, oh, there's three hours left or whatever. Yeah. Kubot uh, goes and meets a new character for this movie, which is the person who he's going to be selling the stuff. Ravenclaw to. or something? Ravensworth, Ravensworth, I believe. And I just looked at her Wikipedia. She has been in some stuff very interestingly. Oh. She apparently would have been, I guess, the motion capture and actor for the orangutan in the three newest Planet 8 movies. Why? She, she's that orangutan. That's interesting. As well as, you know, some normal live action roles. But I'm like, OK, well, I wonder what she's going to get up to in this. And mostly she's kind of just a rich lady. The old lady was the orangutans. She eats a, an octopus and really gets into chewing on its tentacle that she cuts off. Yeah, it looks kind of really hokey. But yeah, she's really enjoying this octopus. She's got some cool things like a small Tyrannosaurus Rex head, some a samurai armor. armor. Yeah. So, yeah she, so she's she, a collector. She's a collector, yes. Another fun little new thing is that they went to the museum partially, I guess, for their ancient Egypt unit in school, so that then they're making a movie for a school project where they're able to use Harold as a mummy prop, essentially. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a fun movie-making experience, I would say. But, you know, what's not fun is Ted, where Ted shows up and he's like, Oh, I heard you were making a mummy movie. So I, have I had some... all these props for my studio or whatever. Whatever his job is, apparently he has perfect safari caps and stuff for them yeah. to wear as explorers. And he walks away afterwards and Marshall's like, he's oh so my annoying. Gosh. And, and then Can you believe this piece of shit. And Amy's <laughs> like, he seems really nice. It, well, Amy's like being um, sarcastic. He's like, yeah, he's just so annoying. He brought all this stuff to help us out. I mean, and Jacob um, watching them over just like, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> Fuck you! Ted is a good guy. Marshall should be lucky that her mom has found a good man. And then uh, the kids, they're keeping an eye on Kubot because they're worried that he knows that his mummy is missing. And they hear that his henchmen are taking the sarcophagus to the plant. And they need to get... The ice cream plant. They need to get uh, Harold back into his sarcophagus. Otherwise, he'll turn to dust. That's what those three days are about. And there's a weird thing where, like, do children in 2021 not know what that like factories can be called plants? Because there's a part where it's she almost like, like Amy's looking it up on the computer where she's like, plants can sometimes be referring to factories or yeah. warehouses. I'm that like, was oh. weird. What was the purpose of that? Are we that? Am I, should I be even more concerned about the future of our children? I didn't understand that. I don't know if it was trying to be funny. I don't think so. I don't know. And then Kubot's henchmen confront them in Gilbert's shed. That's his clubhouse. I can't remember if this is exactly in the movie or not, but they give them the slip. They're running around town. They see the mummy's reels. I think that does happen in the original because they know that Harold the has real. like super strength. When they escape the little clubhouse here, he throws 
Kubat's two kind of henchmen, or I don't know, he just picks him up and just kind of just chucks him down. And he, you know, he's very strong. And we will see that towards the end of the movie where he's like very strong. Yeah, I think that's kind of a classic zombie idea is that super like, strength. You're not worried about hurting your body. So then you can use your ultimate strength. Because yeah. You're using your rotted muscles at full power. Oh, my. So in the original movie, there's kind of like a community centered Halloween dance where this there's a Halloween carnival at the school at the school. But also there seems to be still some adults there. Yeah, it's, like it's Buzzy is involved in the, the haunted which house. Which is what Bruce did in the first one is, was in charge of the haunted house. Oh, <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one that brought all the set it all up. See, this was the time where since this was the first one we did. That maybe is seated in Jacob's in memory my, a little bit more, or the other ones. I mean, I can picture him. He's a big I mean, dude I, with I glasses. Think, I don't know if I have your notes. I mean, I have some of your notes. Maybe some of them are for under wraps. I can't read his handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh. But yeah, Jacob used to take notes. I think I have a sheet that was maybe even Sam or Dustin's notes oh <laughs> for a movie. That's, that's like iconic stuff right there. So there's some relatively fun this is where harold so the guy who plays harold is an actual dancer so yes. he does lots of dancing and kind of contortion work here it's to show um, off his moves getting it on oh, dance wise the, with at, the teacher i would say at this um and she's dressed like an egyptian queen like cleopatra yeah um this is where we also see several couples in the zombies outfits is it several and not just one that they show a, bunch a lot? Of times? Maybe and maybe it is the same couple. But yeah, so you have the green hair and the cheerleader girl. Um, throughout the movie too, they've been hinted at that um, Gilbert wants to win this weird purple panda. Ah, yeah. And this is uh, it. Not, not a good addition. He tries to win it. It's throwing you know rings on bottles. He doesn't do it. Harold gets three, and he just breaks every bottle by throwing it with his super strength. So again, they're uh, showing he's very strong. He can break bottles with. Plastic? Yeah, he defies physics, basically. <laughs> they run through the haunted house. It's fun. Yeah, there's there's a uh, Dracula in the haunted house who, like, I think he has a good, you know, he kind of pops out of his coffin and says something, you know, kind of fun to everybody going by him. And everybody's just, they're not. Everybody knows sells him. They're not enjoying the, they're not, in, they're not going through the haunted house to enjoy. Marshall and Amy away. are like, where's Buzzy? Yes. And then he's like, oh, fuck. Kubot's henchmen eventually go through and they're like, where's the mummy? Or no, Gilbert and him. Where's everybody's yeah. Halloween so, spirit? That was, yeah, it was a fun bit. That's, yeah. Kubot's henchmen and Kubot, they get. Uh, Distract the mummy. Harold, they take off his amulet. He, he dies. The coffin collapses. And they load him up onto their truck, which has an ice. They, they somehow ice cream truck. And I think this is probably from the original, too. They associate the truck with the ice cream factory. And it's like this old ice cream factory shut down. How, why wouldn't they just use any other truck? Oh, like, <laughs> this is where they ask Ted, oh, would you know the um, truck that has this penguin on it? Right. Or something like that. Yeah, that's for Aaron's ice cream. Like, oh, we used to go out there a lot when I was a kid, ride the bus out there. But now it's shut down. <laughs> Make it sound like we went down there, smoke weed <laughs> and eat ice cream. <laughs> When the fuck did we get ice cream? So they gather up with Buzzy a bunch of like Halloween decorations and shit that they use to set up traps. They get it was just cool. They got a giant web kind of thing with a skeleton. They got a a spider on wheels, I guess. Um, so they're going into the factory things. and just I think I'm guessing Booby similar trapping. to the original is that Gilbert's too afraid to go in. Yeah. Uh, eventually he comes to the rescue, but unlike in the original, he does not drive 
a car through a wall. <laughs> no, should have did that. Which I'd I'd love to rewatch that movie just to see that part. That's fun, fun movie. Uh, fast forward, he's uh, Harold's chained up. The Ravensworth buyers there. Gilbert coming to the rescue gets the amulet, ring tosses it onto Harold's neck, who starts hitting everyone. He kills three people. He like when he hits them, they lit. I think they break through like iron poles or like like and cinder like, blocks. Poles. Like yeah. He hits them so hard they they go flying like fifty feet. Everybody and then and then um there's some bad mummy jokes. Kubat and the the Ravensworth get like hit by like large heavy objects and they just like get flying. Yeah, they somehow have set up like a a giant skull wrecking ball. Yeah, <laughs> well, they get wrecked and then they all get tied up, of course, to the giant penguin statue and the cops arrest them and presumably. They just leave him chained we, up. I we think. we see him on TV. Oh, that's right. Yes, we see him on TV. It's so a perfect movie. They were arrested. But the sarcophagus of Harold's was there and it was broken. Yeah, um, it, it, I don't remember how it broke. Probably Harold. I think it was, strength. yeah, Harold or the wrecking ball. Yeah. So just like in the original movie, they have to break into the museum, yes. which Harold just rips off the door handles <laughs> or whatever. And but the an alarm's going, going off. And... They find his lady, and mummy. she's awake, or they wake her up somehow. Well, it's because the moonlight shines on her on amulet. her amulet. Yeah, but they're like, "Don't get out of there! <laughs> we want to chase you for three days." And they're able to use the replication sarcophagus used for yes. photos, and that's still considered that works. Gucci, yeah, and it's fine. Then they have a an emotional goodbye between the kids and Harold. Marshall hugs him at the end. Harold touches. Amy's hand a few times. Because they did that, you know, when they first met. Oh, okay. To, to like say, so oh, it wasn't I'm... creepy. No, when they were in the house, when he first kind of meets the kids, they were t- doing the hand touch thing, just like, oh, it's safe, it's okay. So that was her his way of saying goodbye to her. Um, and then Marshall and the uh, Harold hug. hug. Um, I didn't really think the connection between Harold and Marshall was as special as it was in the first movie. It didn't, they didn't feel like best friends, you know. It do- It did feel like. In my memory, they at least had one more scene where it's just like the two of them. Where in this, it's mostly when all three. He's with them. Harold. It's all the kids together. Yeah. And then sarcophagus, sarcophagi, magically like put the lids on themselves. It all closes up, and then sparkles. They you know, some- get out of the museum. And unlike in the first one, where cops come into the museum with guns drawn, <laughs> they get out of the place and they pull away. And the cops are pulling yeah, up, so they, they would have seen, seen him, him, you know, driving away. But classic, whatever. not even I'd say general movie fashion, but definitely like decom. I feel like there's some other decoms where it's like you could have just seen them. Like yeah. they're just off frame right now. Most importantly, though, we're going to end the movie without, you know, Harold with his interaction or donuts. Ted. Yeah. Marshall with his interactions with the mummy. It's okay with Ted now. Yes. And you know what? Okay. Ted's got donuts. Begrudgingly, I'll be okay with Ted. Because he did bring like 36 donuts. Yeah, like three boxes. Reason. Yeah, three boxes. Day after like, Halloween. I think this is something I don't know which ones you guys like, so I just got two of each. He's trying so hard. Um, the, the sticky honey controller falls down on mom. Yeah, we can put a there. bow on that one. Um, there's a couple other things that happen. Uh, and then, kind of surprisingly, since they made a sequel, there's not really a sequel tease because... We cut back to the museum and we see the sarcophagus. Harold say the end. But Harold's just hanging out a sign that says the end. And it's not even the end question mark. It's no. just the end. And, and there was a little scene too where we see all the kids back at school and Amy has gotten her position as the. Yeah, lead, we don't care. <laughs> as the lead reporter. 
Um, yeah. So the rear end. Our quickest semi recap ever. Uh, I can't remember because we did the the big rundown of all of the movies we never did for. Well, I'm even skipping past Final Judgments. This movie doesn't need to exist. I think I've made my feelings felt about a lot of yeah. Disney remakes I, generally applying to like the cartoons. I don't know why they chose this one. I think like Smart House would have been fun to do now in modern, you know, kind of times. But Smarter House, I don't know what you, I guess you would all do with it. Yeah, but. in some ways it's impressive that especially lately Disney's had a lot of restraint because, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney Channel original movies just stop stop making being a thing soon yeah because i think even will. this one was another that like it was on disney plus before it was on disney channel uh so yeah this movie doesn't need to exist it's not as good as the original is it the worst thing ever no is some of that just like i like seeing halloween stuff in I, movies? I, I i've always <laughs> liked um disney channel's halloween theme movies i mean i know lucas isn't the biggest fan of the halloween town movies but i always enjoyed those and Obviously, um, Don't Look Under the Bed is one of our favorite movies, you know. But that one I don't think is around Halloween, is it? But I mean, it's, That's it's one a I need Halloween spooky movie. Planning to rewatch that one as we get closer to Halloween. And you might, you're, you're going to like ruin your love for it? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll be like, Boogie Goo sucks ass. That's awful. All of that was you horrible. Can't, you can't ruin that. Well, I can't say it's the best decom and not have a re- I've rewatched Can of Worms. Maybe Mike that one was a little sparing. Maybe a little overrated. That was just but a weird it still one. Holds up. Wild one. Uh, but what I was getting at a little bit ago is never remember. I can't remember because we did Harold. like the the super run through on our hundredth episode. Uh, Harold has superhuman strength. He could wrap him up in his in his. Yeah, I guess in loin. this one, maybe he punches somebody through the, the airplane. <laughs> but then they all get sucked out. The, yeah. the hole. Hey. And then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? He, he says his first Gilbert, words. Gilbert says that. He says his first Can words. Can I do that? And yeah, they just happen to be, got any cheese? Oh, no. Apparently, that was another Steve Urkel thing. He, he stops the, the, the towers from being knocked over, but the passengers are still killed as they get sucked out one by one on the planes. Uh, since I'm already just salivating over the how short this episode will be, oh, I won't my. plug the email account. And let's get right into, we'll make up for having... Uh, Half a, a movie review with having two whole new pops. Probably like three months ago, I had said, well, we'll save these two Sour Warhead sodas for a little a little later. All right, they're really sour. I'm going to be a little. We're finally getting to them. I might pucker up here. And I actually recently had a Ghost Energy Sour Warhead Watermelon Energy Drink. Ghost Energy. And... Ghost Energy, I've had two because they had a blue Sour Patch Kids one. They got tons of caffeine, but they don't seem to be energy drinks that make me feel sick, as some do. So I can give a, an endorsement there. Wasn't a huge fan of the Sour Warhead one. And it actually has a lot of the same flavor profile as oh. I remember these sodas having just like a very like tart, like almost like cranberry yeah. juice quality to them. So I, they must have a similar formula or like, hey, I haven't had, despite Jacob buying some Sour Warheads a while ago that we never actually yeah, tried amongst shoot. us. I don't, think we see that I don't remember exactly what Sour Warheads taste like. Yeah. So we're going to we'll, crack We'll try open. the lemon one. All right. First, then I got some water to cleanse the uh, palate. Love the can cracking open. It's much more fun than the bottle. Yes. Get a little slurp here, a little suck. Say it one more time, Jacob. A little slurp, a little suck. 
Yeah, that's definitely yellow. It's definitely got some color to it. Smells like alcohol. Oh, ugh, <laughs> it does kind of stink. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty tart. I mean, lemon. I don't even taste really lemon. Do you? Well, maybe. Well, a that was bit. kind of the thing we had with the other ones. Is this like the tartness Aftertaste. is so overpowering because we had like a green apple one before, and it's like, well, oh. they're all kind of naturally sour in some ways, but like lemon, it's like, well, yeah, lemon's gonna be sour if you're being truthful about <sighs> it. <laughs> this is this rem- Jacob's reaction reminds me of apparently a story of a friend of ours, Sean Plemons, who I don't we've referenced here before long since has not been listening to this podcast, I'm sure. But the first time he ever had ginger beer, which ginger beer is very Ugh. distinct from ginger ale in that it's very strong. Apparently, the first time he had ginger beer, mm-hmm. he like went, uh-huh. is this whiskey? <laughs> so That was what I was feeling like Jacobs. He's like, oh, my God, put some. Got some spice on this lemon. I don't know if I'm a big fan of that one. I don't know. It's a little bit sour. All right. So cracking open. I think I'm okay. I mean, I have my own water. You don't need to give it to me like a baby bird or whatever. Sure. You can pour some in there. We're going wild on this episode. And you can. Where's your glass? Oh, between his legs. Oh, that red stuff. It's like cough syrup. Does it smell better? No, it does smell like cough syrup. I'm not the biggest cherry, cherry fan guy. generally. So. And black cherry. Black cherry can sometimes uh, be better. Excuse me. So what happens? This is the worst episode. <laughs> We're right. this. Yeah, the, the, the cherry is definitely more present in. Still yeah. very tart. Very tart. I don't mind that one as much as the other one. Well, it's it's got like like a cough syrup kind of taste to it. Well, that's just because cough syrup is cherry, cherry flavored. Cherry. You know, I'm like eating my pop tarts. I'm like, this tastes like cough syrup. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that make Jacob not spit take. Oh man, doesn't we're not at risk of spit takes too often. So often. So. Fun yeah, sodas. I don't mind we, that one. As we close the book on that. Jacob was talking earlier that maybe on the horizon, the new very exciting time of Mountain Dew Voodoo. Voodoo. What's it going to taste like this year? Voodoo. It's going to taste like black cherry. What was it? Do you remember? Was it like candy corn or something? Or remember what it was last year? I think it was like Skittles. Skittles. Or Fruity Pebbles. Or, I don't know. I, Skittles sounds familiar. At least one of the years. I think we maybe done it once or twice. Yeah. That's always a fun one, though. So you can anticipate that uh, by reviewing us on iTunes, <laughs> find yes. us on Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Google, Spotify, X. Uh, follow us on Twitter, AWN Pod, run by Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. YouTube.com slash a whole new pod, Ugh. where you can, you'll not be mistaking this movie for the actual movie because unless we say part one. Oh, <laughs> true. Ooh, part one. What does of, that do to SEO? Know, I mean, let's be real. Nobody's l- looking for You'll just this. have to put parentheses 2021. Well, I, I do that for all the movies. Well, there I you go. Put the years. Then, then, then that's all we need. Nobody's looking to watch this version of Under Wraps. No. They're looking to watch the original because the original. they're like, oh, they've oh, remade geez. this. This is the first DCOM. Uh, but this zero interest. Nobody. This movie doesn't even exist. That's pretty, pretty accurate. But we exist. We exist. A, a whole, whole new, new pod. pod. And 
further proof that maybe these movies don't exist is that the sequel to this that we're going to get under wraps 2 doesn't even have a Wikipedia page of its own. And I always link That's to wild. Wikipedia pages of these movies. And I'm trying to remember, I think there's maybe one other movie that didn't have a Wikipedia page. But I don't even know if that's true. I think even like Ready to Run had a Wikipedia There's got to be some kind of article out there on it. There's like fan wikis, but. Oh, okay. We don't count those. Fair enough. Touche. Any final thoughts from you, Jacob? Yeah, I like I said, I always love a good Halloween movie. Looking forward to the Christmas one, but. Yeah, uh, sorry, Gilbert. You, you kind of kind of ruined this one for me. Well, I'll leave us talking of the sequel. Ooh. Very Halloween, famous Halloween wedding. Famous Hollywood anecdote of when James Cameron was pitching to make a sequel to the original Alien. Apparently, his famous pitch to the studio, he wrote Alien up on a whiteboard, and then he wrote an S at the end, and he made it a dollar sign. So oh my it was God. Alien. Dollar sign. So I can only assume this. They broke grammar rules. They wrote mummy and then they wrote S. <laughs> Mummies. Under wraps, too. That's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. And that's where I will die. What? warm ones and fill it up after you finish. You have one today. I, 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 oh, I saw you had a soda pop today. I had one yesterday. Well, okay. I had a million yesterday. You had a million but yesterday? But I definitely might. You're supposed to replenish. You take the car oh, and refill the refrigerator. I can't believe it. I never had anything after you've been here. What the fuck? <laughs> if I taught you anything, I taught you to replenish. Downstairs in the basement and got a soda. What was the fucking rule? You'd, uh, you'd replenish. Okay. What the fuck? Danny doesn't fucking.